Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Brad, is Disney doing wine and painting now? Yes. So apparently, I, I don't. This is weird to me. So the Animal Kingdom Lodge is apparently starting their wild about painting class where you can get wine and alcoholic beverages. It's a two hour long class and it's on Sundays and Wednesdays starting at 11 a.m. And I just like don't get and And here's the thing. Let's start off by saying I, I'm not saying that I have anything against wine and painting classes. I know it's a it's a popular thing to do right now. I have not done one personally. But right. I can I can also totally see the appeal. I just why would you want to do something like that when you're at Disney? So I saw something in passing briefly. Is this at Disney Springs? No, Animal Kingdom Lodge at Jumbo House, I believe. Okay. Yes, at at Jumbo House. So that doesn't bother me so much that it since it's at a uh, at a resort. If it was in Epcot. That would be weird to go to Epcot and then like go take an hour or two or whatever it is to go take a wine and painting class. But it, it does seem like it would be better suited for Disney Springs because that's kind of where all of the non or the maybe unusual stuff gets thrown. Well, you know, and like, at Disney Springs, it could even be a third party decided they wanted to do right. a wine and painting. And I could totally understand that. And I guess I guess the other thing that I should say is I'm not so... Uh, I'm not really upset that it's happening, right? Because it is at, right. it is at Jumbo House. It's not like this is preventing something else from going on. I don't get it. Yeah, why you would spend any amount of time of your vacation to do that at Disney? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I don't. I don't understand it. Because you can do that everywhere. Like yes. there, I live in a very small town, and there are three places well, that are that exact thing. I live in a smaller town than you, and I know that there are <laughs> at least two places, and then you know, like another couple, another town over that regularly happen. Yeah, so, and it, it does seem kind of like a a waste. But you know, I have, and I don't think any of my family listens to this, but I have family who will go on vacation and eat at a Chili's. Do they not have a Chili's in their hometown? They do. Okay, nope, not acceptable. Sorry, but my... my they my, live near the town that you live in. My number one rule is it cannot be a place in my hometown. You know, right. it's like, yeah. what, when I was driving back from Florida, I'm stopping at Zaxby's. Is it because Zaxby's has amazing food? No, it's because I don't have a Zaxby's in my town or in the immediate exactly. vicinity. So you can't at least get I'm it. getting something different. Right. Nope. So I, I guess I can understand like people do that kind of stuff. But yeah, I I would I would much rather if I had two hours to go like go to the Grand Floridian and watch the band play or go to Hollywood Studios and watch Streetmosphere. You know, something if I if I'm trying to do something where I'm sitting down and not you know walking around or writing anything, I, there are m- many more fun things to do. Right, or you know head out and I feel like there. So I know I recently saw that the watercraft, like the parasailing and stuff, was leaving Bay Lake, but I feel like there's still like water things that you can do out there. You could go 
ride horses at the um what at the Fort Wilderness or something. Right. Like I know and and I haven't done any of those things, but if I was going to do something like that, I just feel like it would be one of those things way before it would be wine and painting. But I guess right. maybe the maybe at the end of the day it's just that this isn't for me and I'm not the kind of person that it appeals to and there are people that it appeals to. Well, and I've had that thought about um like in Disney Springs there's a what there's an Earl of Sandwich and there's a bunch of there's not a bunch but there are some tr- uh, chain restaurants there. And f- to me, I mean I'm like if you're at Disney there are, even at Disney Springs, you know, there's there's restaurants that don't exist in other places. But I don't know. Oh, I guess that but, appeals but that appeals guess, to some people. But guess what, Jeremy? Earl of Sandwich is not in my immediate vicinity. Not for me. For for my family, specifically my mom and my sister. Like that is a that is a must do every trip. Because there's going to be at least one day that you're going to do Disney Springs, and when they're in Disney Springs, that's where they want to go eat. Hmm. Not not at Polite Pig, not at and and now one thing that I will say is this has been like a thing for years now, right? Well before the the Disney Springs thing, back when it was Downtown Disney, and there weren't nearly as many options, especially for quick service dining in Disney Springs. But yes, they they are all about the Earl of Sandwich. So I hmm. guess I guess that aspect of it I do. But again, if this was in Disney Springs, I would also get it more. I don't know. It just it feels weird to be associated with it. But the I guess the other side of that is the second thing that they have announced they're doing also is something that is you could do anywhere, and it's something I would totally be down for doing at Animal Kingdom Lodge Jumbo House, or Animal Kingdom Lodge, period, I guess I should say, because they're also going to be offering a photography class for $35, apparently not with wine, which I think makes the best photographs, but <laughs> whatevs, Disney. Uh, you'll get an hour and a half long photography class. And that I would actually be, you know, I could actually see taking the time to do that way more than yeah. the wine and wine and painting class. I guess I'm just not really ever in a in a like uh, in the mood for a class when I'm at Disney. I don't know. Oh, I so here's the thing. I I agree, and I don't think I'm going to be taking the photography class ever either. But so the reason the photography class is intriguing to me is because Animal Kingdom Lodge. There's a lot of stuff, right? And there's really good architecture, and there are animals, you know, out in the savanna. And if you want to teach me how to take better photos and, you know, help me have a better eye for these things and, you know, help teach people that their flash doesn't help at all past, you know, about (laughs) three to five feet. Like, so, so even though you can do a photography class in your, in your hometown, no doubt, there are aspects that are specific to Animal Kingdom Lodge that make me see sure. a photography class there as being something different. Sure. Um, I guess I just don't, I don't see that with a, a painting class. I mean, I guess you could say we're going to go out and paint the Savannah and you couldn't do that at your hometown unless maybe somebody had already gone and taken the $35 photography class and had taken a picture right. of said Savannah and said, here's a picture of the Savannah. This is what we're going to be painting. It, here's another 
like for that to be in Disney Springs mm-hmm. would make more sense to me also because that's like a town center type place, you know, for people who live in that area. A friend of ours lives in Orlando and she's got a annual pass and they'll go to Disney Springs, you know, for a date night, you know, or just for, you know, go hang out there for a couple hours before they go do something else. Sure. And so that even makes more sense than having it in a resort. I just don't know how they're going to sell out those classes, but. Okay, wait, here's. I don't know. So, so here's one thing. John is Jumbo House. Is that the DVC ver- version of Animal Kingdom Lodge? I don't know. I'm trying to remember because I. So I'm wondering if, if you're DVC, does that make it more? Yeah. So the villas are there. Okay. Um, does that make you more apt to go do these sorts of things? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, because Disney's not as novel to probably not as novel to someone who is a DVC member because they're, you know, probably annual pass holders and they're they're going more often, stuff like that. So so they're looking for something a little bit different. And maybe I maybe I don't know. I'm trying I'm trying to talk myself into this. And and you know what? I'm sorry if you were if you were super excited about the wine and painting class. I am I am really sorry that I am poo-pooing all over your, you know, no. the the most awesome thing that you ever heard. I I'm not talking to you, Jeremy. I'm talking to the listeners cuz I I know no, that yeah. clearly you aren't in on it either, but it's just it's a lack of me being able to figure out why you would do that, but you know, I guess there are, there are lots of other things at Disney that I kind of feel the same way about, and clearly Jeremy feels that way about Earl Sandwich, and he's wrong. So <laughs> well, I had Earl of Sandwich in Houston. I used to live in Houston, and we had Witch Witch and Earl of Sandwich. They and got rid of they got rid of the Earl of Sandwich in Houston. Twenty minutes. Oh well. See, now you got to go have it at Disney. But gotta, I don't live there anymore, so I don't care. Got to get that Earl fix, man. <laughs> I saw an image online this week of uh, the Rivers of America because Disney's doing some what refurbishments to the track that the riverboat is on. I don't know much about the refurbishment uh, of said track, but they built in place a temporary dam to drain just part of the rivers of America. And I thought, I think that that is the coolest thing. I, I I just, it, it, it's super cool to see like this, this just temporary, you know, it looks like some sort of tarp material, but it's just this temporary dam to drain part of the rivers of America so they can work on the track. And I don't have much to say about it other than it's super cool and not something that I even thought that you would be able to do. But, um, so is it just like one of those, uh, inflatable dam sort of things? It doesn't look like it. Um, it, it's like got, Oh wow. So yeah. So yeah. And like rebarred it up and yeah. Okay, so essentially, yeah, what they did it was they legitimate. created a new place to for the river to stop. Yeah. Uh wow, yeah, that is that is so I to me I I like these sorts of things because they give you an opportunity to see stuff that normally you don't get to see. They it also is an opportunity to see things perhaps not looking quite as good as what they normally look, but right. yeah, I I I get I get it because you want to you get used to seeing the same old, same old. And yeah. so when, when something changes that drastically, even if it, it's kind of like the first time you ride spaceship uh, or spaceship, 
Space Mountain, not Spaceship Mountain, and yeah, maybe Spaceship Earth too. But the first time you ride that <laughs> attraction, right? Space Mountain. Those are those are two very different attractions, Brad. But but the first time, <laughs> but the first time you ride either of them, you want to see that attraction as it was intended, right? Right. Yeah. You want to see you want to see Space Mountain with the lights off. You want to see Spaceship Earth going all the way through and lights are off and et cetera, et cetera. But after, you know, the fifth ride or the 10th ride, you really would, you know, it, or at least, I guess I shouldn't say you because all I can do is speak for myself. I kind of get to that point where I'm like, it would be pretty cool to see this with the lights on. It would be pretty cool to get walked off Spaceship Earth, you know, have it break Mm -hmm. down when I'm in the, you know, up at the top and have to get walked all the way out of this attraction just so I could see the stuff that I don't know, because I've seen this other stuff, right? And I've seen it multiple times and I still enjoy it, but there's this, there's, there's something else there that I'm not getting to see. And I really kind of want to see that other thing too. Yeah. And after, yeah, after the novelness wears off uh, of anything, you know, then you want to see how it's done. That's why behind the scenes, you know, I love behind the scenes stuff from movies that I've watched a bunch of times because, you know, you want to see how the effect was done or whatever. And that's, pretty much the same thing but yeah it's it's interesting because i think a lot of people and myself included i didn't realize that uh for a long time that that boat ran on a track Mm -hmm. because why you know jungle cruise makes more sense because it's an attraction but i feel like it would be pretty easy for somebody to be driving the you know the riverboat in the rivers of america but just to even see, like, oh, that runs on a track uh, and is totally, you know, autonomous is is interesting. So so you're going to have to tag this one, not safe for magic as well, because you've just ruined this for everyone who thought that the boat ran without a track. <laughs> ah, Jeremy, we didn't, even, we didn't even think about this before you put this in the show notes, my <laughs> friend. I remember seeing one of the uh, pontoon boats in Fantasmic run into the side of the moat. That's why these are on tracks. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that wasn't supposed to happen. Right. And you quickly said, that's not on a track. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Those are just pontoon boats uh, dressed up. Yeah. So I just thought, I thought that dam was cool. Um, but how bad do you think it smells there? The, oh, my gosh. In dude, the drained I, part. I, I love the fact that you said that because I was sitting over here thinking that and i thought well but i'm not gonna say anything about it but (laughs) but yes when you drain an area like that it tends to reek all Um, that mud is just like exposed uh to air for the first time in 10 years yeah you know you know the the smellitizers that apparently they they've stopped using or they aren't using as frequently and stuff i think i found a place they can they can re you know reuse them or how about how about this how about this refurbishment brought to you by Febreze. Yeah. <laughs> and you just they see cast give, members they, like spraying down the bottom. You give everybody a surgical mask with Febreze on the inside because I, I cannot imagine that that smells good. Yeah, you know, I, I guess after a while it, it starts to it starts to even out <laughs> for lack As it of dries. Term, but yeah, yeah. You you probably didn't want to be there on the first day or three, <laughs> yeah, because uh, that was going to be rough. Oh no, it is so, a, it is an inflatable dam. Real real time follow up here, it, it is an inflate. So they so they had to drive all that stuff in. 
but apparently there is an inflatable thing oh, okay. as well because uh according to WWNT, that is it, it was an inflatable dam that was being installed so it's a new type of hybrid dam oh i don't know i, I like it i like it let's just i'm not a damologist so i'm not sure uh that's a person who studies curse words so i saw some pictures that um everyone's favorite disney twitter person took today bioreconstruct Today, when um, we're recording on Saturday, instead of right. our usual Thursday. September 1st. Thank you, football season. And it's photos of some ride, some track supports uh, at the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster in Epcot. Mm-hmm. And it shows track supports going both into and out of the ride building. And at, my, at first glance, I was like, is this, are there going to be exposed parts of this attraction where the, the train leaves the building? Like, mm-hmm. uh, like a loop or some sort of uh, something, some aspect of the ride that's outside the building, which I guess it could do if they, if they wanted to. But Brad, you, you told me that you know exactly why this is the case. So before I go into what I think is the case... Enlighten well, me. And, and, and let's clarify that I don't know, but I have a really good idea of it, and I think it's a lot more likely than... Uh, so to pull back the cart curtain a bit, I find this on the show notes. There are two pictures, and it says, <laughs> track supports going into and coming out of the Guardians of the Galaxy show building. All caps, is this an indoor and outdoor attraction? And before we started recording, I said... Jeremy, I'm pretty sure I can tell you what's going on there. Do you want me to tell you, or do you want to actually record this answer? And you Look, said, man, let's, I just tried to. I just wanted to add some. Show. Just wanted to add some drama to the show notes. Yes, yeah. With well, my you, all gave, caps. you gave me some drama. You gave me some drama. So, so my, Brad, PhD in coasterology. What right. what's going on here? Uh, you know that that tunnel that we talked about that's going to go between the two buildings because. There's the building where the actual roller coaster is, and then there's the building where you load and unload and have the line and everything. That's what we're seeing, and they just they're going to build the track first because it makes a lot more sense to build the track when you don't have to you know try to make it all fit, make all of your equipment fit inside of that building. Wait, are you telling me that there's going to be a tunnel above the ground? I this is the end of the show. We're done. I'm over this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so yeah. Tunnels I, are under the ground, Brad. I saw I, everybody the speed, knows that. The speed tunnel, my friend. The speed tunnel. <laughs> uh yeah, I saw that and I went to and, and because at first I looked at it and I went, wait, surely he realizes. Does yes. he realize? Does he not? Yes. Realize? Let the record show I understand that the track does have to travel between buildings, but this this is like more interesting I think because of how far apart those buildings are. I don't remember if we recorded that conversation, but we talked for like 30 or 45 minutes about how far apart those buildings are. The the show building and the Universe of Energy. I think I think we did that. We I don't know if we recorded the end of it, but yes, we definitely weren't recording when it happened because we spent quite a bit of time on Google Maps measuring yeah. and comparing yeah. it, because essentially this is the same this is the same setup as Rock and Roller Coaster where you've got right. 
a a load and unload building and a attraction building or whatever whatever you want to call those things uh and what was it we were trying to figure out exactly how all of that played in comparison to it and so yeah we had google maps out trying to measure it trying to figure out exactly how long it would take that train to get up to speed uh yeah we we spent away spent way too much time on that anyway uh all of that to say that yeah it it definitely highlights uh again the distance between those buildings and you know i i want to see exactly how much of this they do before they finally do enclose it because this will this could also be an opportunity to see the track though have they have they announced what trains they're going to be using on this uh i think all they've said is it's like a brand new type of okay so it's something that's so it's something that's being developed for them so it's not like the because what was it the uh gosh the tron attraction that went into hong kong even before it went into hong kong the trains for it had already been used before right because there was some motorcycle attraction that you could and you could see the trains they were going to use. yeah yeah and i i honestly don't know the specifics but i know that i well i from what i remember they said that this was going to be uh a new type of uh of roller co- of coaster train but i don't know if they mean a new type as in or just new for disney basically as yeah as in being developed for disney or new as in never before been used right so okay well we'll see so so we could also learn a little bit more by seeing exactly how the track is laid out and i'm sure that roller coaster fanatics can probably tell a lot more than what we ever will be able to just from the supports and stuff you know there's probably probably already roller coaster fanatics who have who know exactly what this is um because i do you know what i think and i don't know if we'd ever made the show notes or anything but there was a test vehicle out at one of the at the coaster manufacturer who's supposed to be doing this for disney and maybe that was supposed to be the train but it wasn't i it wasn't completely finished of course it wasn't themed or anything like that so so yeah so all of that's still being worked so anyway there's that to still be seen i guess uh as this as this gets finished up before it gets enclosed um but the other side of this is it's exciting to see that progress is continuing and hopefully uh in the near future we'll actually have things to talk about again so we won't have to be <laughs> trying to uh trying to dig for for show material because you know what it feels like disney is very they they don't lend themselves well to weekly podcasts they they <laughs> need to think about that more in their the way they release things it's very feast or famine you know we have the we have the time when we're like oh here's 10 topics we're gonna have to go through and that'll be three months worth of content and then some stuff gets out before we even get a chance to talk about it right and suddenly you know brad's going well we could talk about the fact that many e-vans now go to and from the airport for all the walt disney world resorts <laughs> but just how mad would did would you by the way jeremy many e-vans now go back and forth from the resort. <laughs> uh, just kidding but, i think that's great but yeah so so uh, construction continuing is one, good to see, and those buildings are far apart. One one thing I was thinking about about this was, uh, so they were set to record the video portions of this attraction. Oh, 
oh, during yeah. during the production of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Guardians Which of the Galaxy Volume Three has right been now, placed right? on hold. Yeah, and the people, the cast and crew, have been told to go find work elsewhere. So, does this attraction get built and just sit empty, or do they run it without the video for a while? Like, what what do they do? Because or do they they're... or do they like remix and use chunks? Do they have to go? Wow, I haven't even I hadn't even thought about this part. Are they going to have to go back to the drawing board and essentially try to do... You know what? I, I know what will happen. It's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy attraction featuring Rocket Raccoon and Groot. <laughs> because you can get, uh, you know, uh, what? Bradley Cooper's Rocket, isn't he? Uh-huh. Okay, sweet. I'm glad I was Brad able Cooper to remember that. Brad Cooper and Vin that. Diesel. There you go. So, so you know, you can get, you can get a decent Brad Cooper impersonator a la every Disney Channel television show, you know, you had the Emperor's New Groove TV show or I, I don't know, plenty of animated shows, though, or plenty of animated films have had their shows and they get somebody who sounds somewhat like that person when it comes time for the TV show. And do not tell me that there is not enough I am Groots to cover <laughs> a single attraction. You have got enough samples to work from there, Disney. I. I feel like at this point, Disney can recreate Vin Diesel if needed, as long as all he needs to say is, I am Groot. Right. Uh, yeah, so, or, or any kind of word with a guh, an ooh, <laughs> right. a tuh, a ruh. Like they, got, they have some pretty good samples of those very specific uh, with, with multiple sounds. intonations and inflections. Right. I mean, oh, they, and they, they have one, we are Groot. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. But they only got the one there, so. You gotta be you. You gotta find exactly how to work that one in. Um, yeah, that's that's gonna be hard to do. So I don't. But but could they? So could they just do a remix type thing? Could they actually? Because there are two films to work with now. Not counting not counting Avengers three. What is Age of Ultron or not? Uh, Infinity Wars is, three. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, including. So you've got a couple of different films to work from. Do you think you could build it with a bunch of... Essentially, essentially, Disney now has to build a clip show. Yeah. I don't know. I, it, it depends on how much of that was... Mm. What, was what was the narrative of the attraction? What, like, is it, a, is it a bespoke narrative? Or is it like the narrative of the movies because if it's the narrative of the the two movies or if it's the narrative of the movies they can use uh content what if it was from supposed the first to be the films, narrative of the third movie <laughs> then then they're gonna yeah build a clip show or something to run that for a few years because yeah what do they do what do, you were supposed to record all that they're definitely not or not definitely i don't know but they're probably not gonna pay those actors to come and record just content for a roller coaster. Well, but didn't they already do that? I guess they could. They did it. They did it for for uh, breakout for Disneyland. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. But so they might have done that once. during. They may have done that during the filming of two, or even Avengers. Oh yeah, yeah. or whatever. Those movies. I mean, they spend a year in post production, so something that they finished filming um 
the in the roller coaster graphics and and uh what visual effects and all that are definitely not as good as the ones in the movies so they i mean that could have been filmed during the filming of of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 or Infinity War or whatever you know uh, so, so I don't know. I don't know if they if they had very specific, you know, green screen time just for Mission Breakout or not. So they so they they've said they are at least it's been rumored they had stuff they needed to film that they were going to do during Guardians 3, right? Yeah, I think the the stories that I read said they were going to do the whole thing during the filming of Guardians 3. But we also know that it takes place sometime before Avengers three, because it you're you're using Nova Corp, v, like that that thing in the front is a Nova Corp vehicle, right? It's one of the the shuttles from Guardians one, right? And that planet is destroyed before Avengers three. Spoilers. <laughs> I mean, I you know what? I really don't feel that bad about saying it because that's pretty much how they laid it out in Avengers three. Wasn't like you got to see it. Wasn't. They just went, oh, and by the way, Thanos got this because that planet was destroyed and he got it. Right. Um, so it's got to take place sometime before then, I guess. Or, you know, I'm sure, there, I'm sure there are plenty of offshoots and things, but it wouldn't surprise me if you, f- you find yourself, because I feel like a popular, a popular way of doing these attractions for Disney and, and I would say even for Universal and stuff is to put you in the action of something you've seen, but indirectly, right? Or, you know, like, put you maybe not specifically into this battle or that battle, but into something that happened around the same time as that. So that yeah. the characters you know and love are doing the things that you expect them to do, but, they, but you're not limited to you already know everything that's going to happen. So it's not quite like, you know, a, a dark ride through... Uh, I I don't know. I, like the Little Mermaid dark ride, right? Where everything is essentially just scenes from the Little Mermaid or whatever. Which I think is that the case with that. Yeah, it was. So maybe maybe it's something like that. And if that's the case, I guess what they could do is lean more on the actor, you know, the lesser actors that were probably going to fill out some of the cast and stuff. Uh. And and maybe do more filming with them, and make something work that way. Or possible again, I guess the other option is to just completely rewrite the story, and make it one where you can you can it's clip show stuff together. But if you if you clip showed stuff together and say like put you in the 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 big battle that takes place at the end of Guardians one, then the stuff that the other you know that the characters say is already there. And you would actually expect that to be what they said anyway. Right. So I, I'm sure there's somebody else who's a lot more freaked out than us right now because their job actually depends on it and they'll figure something out. But yeah, I, I had not even considered uh, that suddenly they were probably having to deal with this. <laughs> Whoops. The movie that we were going to use is no longer being made at the moment. Well, <laughs> best of luck to you guys in WDI. Wouldn't want to be you right now. Yeah. I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day. Yeah.